This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Uh, James Cole, Matt Harmon on Reception Perception, the show. If you enjoy the program, uh, we wouldn't hate it. If you liked and subscribed to the podcast as well. All right. The big game on the docket, though, was Cincinnati Buffalo. And boy, did that game not live up to the billing. What in the hell happened to Buffalo, Matt Harmon? They absolutely did a no show uh, during the divisional round. It just was it's baffling how bad they played in that game. You know, I wrote for Yahoo on Monday morning, and, and I, I feel really strongly about this, that I think Buffalo had been trying to tell us all year that we overrated their roster, that we overrated their um, chance at their just their, their like all in this to win the Super Bowl. And then I think they really screamed it to us on Sunday. Like, I think they've been trying <laughs> to tell us all year. And then on Sunday, right. they really let us know for sure. And, I, you know, it comes back. There are obviously bigger problems, you know, with the uh, not maybe not bigger problems, but there are other problems with the Bills. I mean, the fact that they couldn't they couldn't get any pressure on Joe Burrow, despite the fact that he's playing with three backup offensive linemen, and they have invested. And I know they have had injuries, obviously, chiefly that Tavon Miller was like their icing on the cake sort of signing there as a pass rusher, but they've invested a lot of resources in the defensive line and they couldn't touch him. I mean, they couldn't touch him at all, all afternoon, but basically, um, you know, their, their defense has sort of been in a slight decline and doesn't show up in big games consistently uh, over the last probably two years for sure. Like I think that's a problem. I've, obviously their offensive line was a huge problem all year. I'm getting sick of the fact that they can't run the ball either and that they don't even like really try to run the ball I'm getting a little bit sick of that, but they're another team, a be- uh, definitely less drastically than the Giants that we just talked about because they have Stefan Diggs, but they're another team that I think desperately needs to remake their pass catching core um, around Steph Diggs. Like Gabe Davis was, I, I know this is harsh, James, and I, 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 but I wrote this in my column. I said it in our Discord. Like Gabe Davis got steamed up fantasy draft boards because people don't watch film and they don't understand players, period. And I know that sounds harsh, but that's just that's just the truth of the matter. Cause you and I think the Bills, like they felt, but the Bills fell hook, line, and sinker for the playoff performance last year, too, because they rolled him out there as a number two receiver with no competition. He was a problem. Their slot receiver position was a problem all year long as well. Like they were just an easier offense to to defend than I think we expected heading into the year. So the Bills 
I mean, look, they have Josh Allen, they have Stefan Diggs. They'll be right back here next year. They don't have a ton of work to do, but I do think they have to take a hard look in the mirror about the guys that they roll out on offense around Josh Allen. You know, the defense, I think just, it doesn't, from a talent standpoint, they're there. They're A+. plus. You know what I mean? Sean McDermott, though, he absolutely, utterly dropped the ball. This is a defensive-minded head coach, and that defense absolutely stunk up the joint. Um, what I don't understand in regards to the bills is, okay, let's say you're, you know, you give up some broken play touchdowns to start off. You're out the jump. You're down 14 zippers, right? Okay, fine. Um, bro at halftime, you got to make some adjustments, right? Like maybe you say, ah, there were broken plays, you know, we'll just play our base defense and and we'll get by. No, I mean the rest of the first half, the Bengals did whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted, they ran the ball right down Buffalo's throat. Uh, and I think the passing defense this year took a huge slide as compared to last year. And I don't know, to be honest with you, look, Trey white is a great player, but him coming off that injury and them trying to incorporate him into this defense did not work work this year. It absolutely did not work. Um, and he was flat out a liability out there and for whatever reason the communication just is not there when they're trying to work in Trey White and again Tredavious when he's healthy is one of the top two corners in the NFL I just don't think he was healthy I don't think he was right coming into 2022 I'll tell you what just drove me nuts though is the fact that okay the Bengals have three backup O linemen right and realistically you could say well they got two backup O linemen because they haven't played with one of the starters for a real long time fine okay But regardless, with the holes on the offensive line, the Bills blitzed on just 21% of the passing downs there against the Bengals. Look, this is not enough. It's just not enough. It's just not enough when Joe Burrow is slicing and dicing you to bits. You got to make that. You got to make that defensive adjustment in the second half, and they absolutely did not. They played their base defense again and again and again, and when they needed stops, they still did not change anything up. You know, like come in yep. with come in with, with, with just go press at the line. You know, and and blitz. Let's just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't know, man. To me, I just it, it was frustrating watching the game plan play out because they made zero adjustments. I thought Josh Allen had one of his worst games um, uh, all year long. I mean, you don't even need to go past you know the box score to know that he he played bad, right? Like 25 of 42, 265 through the air, no touchdowns, one interception, uh, 59% completion rate, a 68. Point one uh, quarterback rating. None of that is good. Absolutely none of that is good. And he couldn't get out of the pocket. Eight carries yeah. for 26 yards. Like it was an absolute shutdown. By the way, the defensive coordinator, what's his name? Lou and I can't Lou even Anarumo. Anarumo. I can never say his last name. Lou Anarumo. This guy needs to get some head coaching consideration. Yeah. He has been playing, he's been game planning his ass off all year long. Remember when they lost Chidi Awuzie? I, they didn't I miss know. a beat. They didn't miss I thought that would show up beat. particularly in this game, right? For for all the crap I just talked about, Gabe Davis, we know he can rip it deep. Um, obviously, they have Stefan Diggs. Like, he can take a corner back to the woodshed, too, you know, especially on the outside. But I, you're, I'm I'm glad you brought up Lou Anaruma because I think when you juxtapose how you talk about um, uh, Anaruma's defenses versus Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier and what they're doing in Buffalo, you're so right that they go out there and they just run their stuff. 
And I think in today's NFL against the, some of the quarterbacks in the league right now, particularly Joe effing Burrow, like <laughs> if, on, you man. if you're not Make changing the picture, oh. if you're not changing the picture at the line of scrimmage, if you're just running out there and running the same stuff over and over again, you're going to get filleted. I mean, because this isn't so bad. I, I mean, you're going to give a single coverage on the outside. We'll just, we'll take it and rip it. Uh, we'll go down the field, but if you're going to, give us just like soft zone free releases. Like they'll take those little hitches to Jamar chase and stop routes all day to Jamar chase every single, they'll just go down the field. And like the first, nobody ever brings Jamar chase down in the first tackle attempt. He almost always breaks the first tackle. So he'll turn five yard stop routes into 10 yard gains and they'll just go right down the field. And that's pretty much exactly what happened during the game. So I, I agree that I think Sean McDermott has done a great job um, as the Buffalo bills head coach obviously. Um, but I think from, uh, he comes from the Ron Rivera tree and like Rivera was the same way in Carolina. And I mean, McDermott was this way as a defensive coordinator in Carolina. And I think you could argue that Rivera has gotten this, has done the same thing basically in Washington from a defensive standpoint. And obviously with Jack Del Rio there, it's just a run your stuff defense. And then you have guys like Lou Anaruma who remember the AFC championship last year that we're getting a rematch of, in the first half, Mahomes was just cutting them up, and then they went to a lot of drop eight stuff. They they right. you know, didn't send a change it up. At halftime, they adjusted. Anarumo's been great at that. And then you look at these guys like Frazier and McDermott, who've you know sort of been around the block for a minute. Especially Leslie Frazier's been in the in the league for a while. You gotta you gotta change the picture on these quarterbacks, or, or you're you're gonna get smoked. I it's just it, I thought it was just baffling. Um, what they did. And you know what they've gotten by with Matt is just talent. You know, they've yeah. been so talented on the defensive side. So when they've, had, just... they've had injuries in the secondary too, beyond, mm-hmm. beyond just Tredavis white coming back from a torn ACL, like for sure, obviously, um, you know, Micah, Micah Hyde's been out for a long time. Jordan Poyer missed time. You know, Demar Hamlin was a backup. Obviously we know he's not playing right now. So um, they've had a lot of like rookies cycling in and out there. It's, it's been, and it's funny though because again, a lot of those McDermott defenses in Carolina, they would have just nobodies off the street coming in and playing. Like uh, they'd sign whatever old veteran quarterback was available, cornerback was available to play. They'd throw him in there. Um, you know, oh, you knew Rivera when he coached with the charter coached the Chargers ten years ago. Come on and play for us here for a minute. Whatever, <laughs> we'll throw you out there, and you'll have like a real solid season. Fine. And then we'll throw a bunch of fifth round picks at safety, and it'll be fine. But that was like. Eight years ago at this point, that yeah. was like eight years ago at this point. The quarterbacks are better now. They're smarter and everything. It just like defenses has changed. So yeah, it's, you're right. It's, it's, they have gotten by on talent. And then when they have injuries, this is the result. Yeah. It's just so bad. And, and again, they, they have arguably one of the best, you know, linebacking cores, uh, in the NFL and it just didn't matter. Not even in the run game. I mean, my God, even Joe Mixon oh, was yeah. just running wild on them. It just, it made no sense to me. Um, I don't know, but going into the off season. Okay. So they need a number two, but Matt, I, I would almost argue that they really need a reliable slot guy that could just get open. Um, yep. and, and in a hurry, you know, like yeah. a guy that can just separate like in an instant, um, these long developing plays that, um, kind of sort of, I think feed into Josh Allen's bad tendencies, uh, again, they, they just need a clearer picture underneath for Josh Allen to kind of take what's available to him. And listen, he'll do that too. But right now they don't really got a guy. I think that can get open in the short, um, in the short area of the field quickly. Yeah. And I agree with you that it feeds into Josh Allen's worst habits because to start the year, 
it was like, man. And, uh, you know, Alan said today, and he's talked about, like, the elbow injury and how that affected him, which we all knew, we all knew that was what was going to happen. Like, as soon as the Bills got eliminated from the playoffs, <laughs> so they won the Super Bowl, it was going to be, well, yeah, by the way, <laughs> by the way, Josh Allen's elbow's been bugging him all year, which is right. probably, a, it's, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's not true, but we knew that was going to be the case because, like, as soon as he hurt the elbow, it's like, okay, well, it's, it's not like he's not – Jake DeLome or Ben Roethlisberger with his elbows but to fall off because he's an old man but it's probably yeah. going to bug him the rest of the year and I think objectively true like it, it bothered him the rest of the year but I agree with you that at the beginning of the year he was getting the ball to running backs you know he was targeting running backs at a higher rate than he ever had he had been sort of looking like all right I'm taking those those quicker hitting routes even if they're not perfect even if they're like Isaiah McKenzie or they're you know digs or whatever I'm not always looking for the deep shot but I think the more he played and the more the offense kind of fell into chaos mode, the more he just lived in chaos mode. I mean, some of like the game against the Dolphins was extreme. Like it's like settle down, man, and like take the check down. Stop <laughs> right, trying to exactly. you know throw go routes all over the place. Like, give me a break. So I think it did contribute to Allen's worst habits. But yeah, it's it is tough how they attack the receiver position because now, I still like Khalil Shakir, and I think he showed some flashes, but we don't have a lot to go off to just be like, oh, Khalil Shakir will be our slot receiver next year. I think that would be kind of aggressive. But we, we certainly don't – we don't need Cole Beasley back in the mix here. I mean, that was that was rough. <laughs> we don't need no Cole yeah. back there. Oh, God, you know who might be a really interesting fit here? What about Juju Smith-Schuster? What do you think about him playing uh, in this offense? I was thinking maybe – I mean, he might be priced out because, like, Jacoby Myers, I think, is a good, real, real good player. Ooh, that's and, nice. And I think that, and like, yeah, he can beat man coverage more than Juju can beat man coverage, but I think he'll probably be priced. That's the problem is like now Josh Allen's contract like jumps up. Kicks you know, in, now, yeah. now it's it's going to be hard to go out there and like they're not going to make a Von Miller signing, that's for sure. But, you know, maybe a mid-tier receiver like a Juju or a – or a, I mean, Juju's just so limited. But I, I definitely think a Jacoby Myers would be – really interesting but yeah i think i do think because they have shakir in the mix like he might get interesting but um and again he's a prospect that liked i think they're gonna have to draft guys like that's the thing because you know we're talking we're talking about how these teams that lost this weekend need help at wide receiver to varying degrees and then you look at the teams that won this weekend all of them have built these great except kansas city because they have Patrick Mahomes and like, don't right. ignore, ignore whatever's going on in Kansas city and don't try to replicate it because you don't have Patrick Mahomes. period. Right. But like, you know, uh, 49ers, they drafted and developed Debo Samuel, Brandon, Ayuk Ayuka still on a rookie contract, Philadelphia. Um, they obviously traded for AJ Brown, but they have uh, Devonte Smith draft developed rookie contract. And then of course, in Cincinnati draft developed Jamar chase, uh, T Higgins, T. Higgins both those dudes yeah. are on rookie quarterback. So like, I think if you're a team like Buffalo, uh, yeah, you could keep throwing money at the defense. You got to get better there. You got to get better on the offensive line, but I would definitely spend like maybe even like your late first round pick and get like, who again, I'm not a super familiar with the prospects right now, but I would potentially think about going young and try to draft develop wide receivers to, um, have them cost controlled while Steph Diggs is still making a lot of money. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.